Hi, you're listening to the Go Time Podcast with Impact Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and I'm Pastor Brandon. Go Time stands for Global Outreach Time, where we share about the amazing things that God is doing through Impact Church in our neighborhoods, Northern Virginia, and the nations. To get involved or find out more information, check out our website at impactfxbg.church. Thanks for listening. So uh, as you guys came in, um, you guys saw these little uh, things. Um, so it kind of, um, sorry, but uh, it kind of tells you a, a little bit about uh, what you can do, a little bit about uh, um, Sanctity of Life Sunday. Um, so uh, we've been uh, celebrating Sanctity of Life Sunday for 40 years this month, right? So n- 1984 was when we first started this. But uh, but we know as Christians that God wa- from the beginning. Um, um, cared about life, right? So in Genesis, he talked about life. So we talked about the three things that we can do, right? Educate yourself on what the, the word says uh, about life, right? In Genesis, he created the life. In um, Psalms, we were wonderfully and remarkably made, right? So, uh, so that leads me to the second part, is find out what things are happening, not only here, but in our area. We're part of Zoe Freedom Center, uh, helping people recover because um, uh, get, you know, um, Project Belong. We have other families that are fostering. We can get, um, be part of things that are happening here. And then the third thing is just understand why, right? You know, Jesus, um, Jesus in John 10, 10 said, I came so you may have life and have it abundantly. So we are supposed to have life because of Jesus, right? And live it abundantly. And in 516, he says, let that light shine and live it out, okay? So just simple things that you can do to kind of understand what, uh, what God says about life, you know, be part of what God is doing around your city, right? Um, and understand the why so when you do get tired, you don't get tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, let, me, uh, let me pray for... Uh, for this, and, and then we'll, we'll transition to uh, our second part. Uh, Lord, I just, uh, just thank you for um, giving us life, Lord. Uh, I thank you for allowing us to be part of your work, Lord, uh, because uh, we find joy in your work, Lord. Your, your work is, is our purpose, Lord. Uh, your work is why we, are, um, we find joy, Lord. So I pray that... Um, um, that you touch our hearts today, Lord, that you uh, help us understand and see why uh, life is so important and why we should be a part of uh, the things that you are doing, Lord, and that, uh, um, that it convicts our hearts to want to get involved, Lord. Um, so I pray this all in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 And uh, Franklin, as we, as we kind of talk about that, there's one thing I always want to say is um, when we celebrate Sanctity of Life Sunday, um, I always grew up and, uh, you know, hearing it, it was actually done in, a, in sort of a hateful way, um, you know, just a very, it was almost like going to a political rally uh, when we would do that. And so when I became a pastor, I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to make people feel out of place or make people feel bad because of that. And so I didn't really do a whole lot with Sanctity of Life. And uh, maybe about uh, seven or eight years ago, God really convicted my heart 
that this was not a political issue. See, I grew up in politics. I used to work in politics. So for me, everything was a political issue. And as I started reading God's word, I realized, um, and even pastoring people, that uh, this, was, this is not a political issue. This is a very biblical issue. Um, and so sometimes that's hard, though, because we usually only hear it through a political lens. Uh, in other words, being pro-life or pro-choice. But, uh, but man, just make no mistake about it. Like, um, God, the God of the Bible, is pro-life, and not just pro-life of little babies, but pro-life of every age that you could possibly imagine, which is why I love that, Franklin, you didn't just mention, like, a pregnancy center. You mentioned, like, Zoe Freedom Center, like, those battling with addiction, you know, the elderly, like, all lives matter to the Lord. All life is precious to Him, but that does also include the unborn life. Uh, as well. And so we as a church just want to make it clear that that's not a political stance for us. That's a gospel issue for us. And so if you're here today and maybe uh, that was a little hard for you to understand because you've only ever heard it in a political lens, I would encourage you like come chat with uh, Franklin or I or maybe your community group leader and figure out, man, how can we open up the word and find out how can I be discipled to see this more as a gospel issue and not a political issue. But I want to also just say this, and as a pastor, I've just sat down with too many, especially women um, in, the, in the church, uh, not necessarily this church, but just in the church, and realized um, that uh, in, a, in a church this size, there are probably women who have had an abortion, um, or, or if not, you know someone who has. And uh, I wanted to say this to you, um, I love you. Uh, we love you. This church loves you. Hope is not lost. You are not condemned forever. You do not have to walk in the chains of that past. Um, God loves you and cares for you, and I want you to know I love you and care for you. And I may not know your full story yet, but I've heard enough stories to know that this is something God cares about. And hope is not lost for you, and there's a place for you here. Jesus has not ostracized you or given up on you, uh, even if a political party has, like God has not. And so I just wanted to make that clear that we love you, and there's a place for you in God's kingdom. And uh, if there's any point in time you would like to talk about that or you don't want to talk about it, you just want maybe a resource, um, I want to offer that to you and let you know I'm more than happy to, to help you get um, the help that you need uh, to move uh, beyond that and walk in freedom of Jesus. So love you guys for that. Um, hey, let me, can I just pray one more time? And uh, I just want to pray over those of us and those of us that it may affect uh, as we talk about this topic today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you, uh, Lord, that you are a God of life, but Lord, we sometimes uh, we mess it up, and, and maybe it's not even abortion, Lord, maybe it's uh, we just have not cared well for um, the lives of those addicted, or the lives of those that are unhoused, or the lives of those who are in poverty, um, Lord, uh, or the lives of those who are refugees, or the lives of those who uh, are, are here from other countries and nations. Lord, forgive us um, for ways that we have not cared well for life. And Lord, would you make in us a, a heart that is for life in the way you are for life, um, that we would not shape our view based on what the news says, but we would shape our view based on what your word says. Lord, help us to do that. And Lord, now I just want to pray for all the women especially, um, Lord, and those in this room who have family members who are struggling with 
Uh, maybe they have had an abortion, or maybe they know someone who has, or maybe they've thought about it. Uh, Lord, and there is shame and guilt. Lord, I pray that you, you died for that shame and guilt. I pray that you would remove it and wipe it as far as the east is from the west, and that there might be some healing found at the foot of the cross, Lord. And Lord, I, I pray that just against every lie of the enemy, that he may whisper through something like this. So Lord, we love you, we praise you, we thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for letting us do that. I know sometimes that may get a little heavy. Actually, I made it heavy. You did a great job. Uh, but I know sometimes that can get a little heavy. That's just something really important to me. So thank you for letting me, letting me do that. Um, hey, with that, one more thing we want to do, Franklin, is uh, we have special guests in the house. We have some, um, we have, uh, hey, our college students are back, everybody. So this is really great. Welcome back. Um, it's so great. And uh, uh, we're glad to have you guys back. Welcome back uh, in the snow, and glad you guys are here. Um, we have, uh, I know we have college students here uh, from Mary Wash. There may even be some here from Germana and uh, things like that, or just college-aged folks. We're glad you guys are here. Um, and then also some from some different campus ministries. Um, today, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we're helping start a new campus ministry uh, on the campus of Mary Washington called CRU. That's C-R-U. It used to be called, if you're old, if you're probably, I don't know, what would you, Jerry, come on up. I'll, I'll introduce you in a second. Jerry, what would you say if you're like 40 and above? Not that you're 40 and above, but if somebody was 40 and above, you would probably know it as like Campus Crusade for Christ, right? Uh, but now we're like super hip. And so the millennials changed it, all right? And, uh, and so we just want to be crew now. And, uh, and so if you, if you knew that, um, we are, uh, but we're excited. So we're going to take some time and pray. Um, but I, I invited uh, my friend Jerry to come here. Jerry, just real quick, tell us real quick what you do and where you're from. I'm uh, from northern Arkansas. That's where I'm based. I am part of the uh, coaching center, which is part of the mission expansion uh, branch of CREW. And uh, I have several campuses. This is one here at Mary Washington, also in uh, uh, South Carolina, Coker University, Parker University in Dallas, Texas, and there's more that's coming. That's I just awesome. came on staff with them. With Well, I've been on staff at a college for oh, about 12 years, and they asked me to join their team here. So it's been a joy to be able to meet with the students here as well as in uh, South Carolina. And uh, it's really neat because there's such a hunger and desire that I see in the students. They want to know God more, and they want to reach their fellow students for Christ. And one of the things that uh, most people don't know, uh, real quick, what is the percentage of those who profess a faith in Christ who end up turning away from their faith by the end of the first year of college? Any idea? Quick. Shout out a number. How much? Uh, you're too low. Well, <laughs> let's split the difference. 92% now. When I came on staff, it was about 82 to 85. It's increasing, the number. Wow, and so we've clearly got a lot of work to we do. We do. So, Jerry, tell us a little bit about CREW um, specifically, and even the CREW at Mary Wash. Like, what is it that you guys do? Like, what is it? So, one of the things that we do is we develop student leaders, and uh, would you stand up? Student leaders, go ahead, stand up. CREW, go ahead. Give me a hand. All right. These Sorry, just for the, the record, Jerry made you do that, not me. <laughs> I want to make him do something more in a moment. So you might as well stand and stand off the side because you're going to come up here. We're going to pray over you guys here in a moment. You so go stay, ahead and stand stay, up. Stay right there. Stay right. I'll call him up in a second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. While the video is playing, you guys can come up during that one minute. But anyways, uh, 
on the campus we did a uh, uh, carnival fair, or club carnival they call it, and it is uh, exposing students to our club and inviting them to be a part of it. We had students do the QR codes and, and sign up. We had 14 altogether that were interested in crew. And I looked at the number of students who have done the surveys over the since last actually June, interested, and there's 97 students. And we need to do so much more follow-up, and so we're going to do some training today, this afternoon, and also this evening with students to know how to reach these students. Now, another area that's really near and dear to my heart is the fact there's a lot of pressure with our students today. Many end up feeling suicidal and wanting to end their lives. And I've been there on the cusp where they were going to end their life that night. So important that we have students like these. And we are involved in the students there to be able to talk to them in their dorm, talk to them wherever they're at, talk through it. You know, I love that song, Speak Jesus. This one person I remember was into Satanism, had gone into witchcraft, was into all this demonic stuff. And she saw demons. She had three abortions, too. And just letting them know that when the demons come and they torment, you just speak the name of Jesus. I remember her calling across state and saying, I didn't realize there was such power in the name of Jesus. Because they fled when I named when I called out his name. She is now saved. She has now her, her has a little baby boy and new life in Christ. So important that we're there to be available. Yeah. Hey, how can we pray for you? Yeah. And just stop and pr praying for them. Praise God. And Jerry. so Thanks for sharing that, man. That's amazing. Uh, what an awesome testimony and uh, definitely needed um, to be on campus, to be able to love on students. I'm so grateful for those in our church, both students and uh, those of you who sacrifice your time to go hang out with students and, um, and, and go do that. Thank you guys so much for that. And uh, Jerry, I know you guys did a little bit of an outreach yeah. this week, and uh, I think we're going to show a video about yeah. that if you want to. Go ahead and, go ahead. and, and okay. roll it. This is something I... The Lord gave me some years ago. This is at Chemeketa Community College in Salem, Oregon. That's the capital of Oregon. And uh, we would give away these flowers, these carnations, these red and white carnations, and tell the gospel story in less than 60 seconds. And it was so well received. Uh, we literally would run out of carnations uh, each year. And uh, I remember one church said, we want to get in on this. And so they bought 36 carnations of each. We still went all of them in, in three hours 36 people heard the gospel story and so that's about one every five minutes so what god dealt in my heart was are we making the gospel too complex can we say it with simplicity and also be able to if they want to know more then share much deeper awesome. go ahead go ahead and roll it hi there Please come on up would you be interested in receiving some free flowers if i can tell you the greatest love story ever in 60 seconds? Well, the story begins 2,000 years ago when 
God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for us. You see, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. There's another verse in the Bible that says that there's no greater love than this, than a man lay down his life for another. And that's exactly what Jesus did for you and me. He threw himself under the bus, paid the penalty for my sin and your sin. Now, if you are willing to receive that atoning sacrificial blood, which this red carnation represents, he will give you a heart that is white as snow. And if you'd like to know more, I'd love to talk to you about having a relationship with the living God. You see the student at the end there, the simplicity of the gospel, and she was able to relay and tell the same story to other students. That's awesome. I love that. And so what a creative, unique way to go on campuses and share uh, the God. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, come, come on over, guys. Um, and so uh, what we've got here is some of our amazing leaders that are helping start uh, crew on campus. Yeah, keep coming in. I'll, I'll scoot down. Come on. Um, and so, uh, so they're, they're helping to start uh, this new campus ministry and at Crew. And um, I realize also that we have uh, students here from other campus ministries and maybe students who are not, or are not involved in a campus ministry. And that's okay. We're really glad you guys are here uh, worshiping with us at, at church. Um, and so uh, what we want to do is just take a moment and, um, and pray over these students. Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask... Franklin, if you would just help pray over these students. And one, one thing we do at Impact, we say we're centered in sent. So um, we're glad that you're here worshiping with us, but we're also sending you out to your campus to go reach it for the name of Jesus. And, um, and so we, wanna, we want you to know that we're with you, um, but also you have a church that is with you and rooting you on and supporting you. And so, uh, frankly, if you could pray for them. And then I would like to close this in prayer just by praying for all the college students in our city and all the campus ministries that are uh, trying to reach people. Uh, Hey, Pastor Brandon here again. Thanks for listening to our Go Time podcast. Here's what I want to invite you to do. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at ImpactFXBG or our website, ImpactFXBG.Church. If something we talked about sparked an interest in you, we would love to hear from you. You can email hello at ImpactFXBG.Church. Until next time, let's keep living the dream.